0: This is Dr. Hubert, and you're listening to The Dr. Hubert Show. Hello, friends. Welcome to The Dr. Hubert Show. I am super excited to be here, as always. Today's show is probably more special than any other show that I have done up to this point. Uh, Since I spent time with you last, I've had a few brushes with death and uh, it's really changed my perspective on everything in my life. Um, unfortunately, I ended up getting the COVID Delta variant and ended up very ill from it. Uh, actually, the, the, the definitely the sickest that I've ever been in in my life. Uh, I've never even been close to as sick as I've been the last last couple of weeks. So. Um, as I said before, uh, COVID is real. The Delta variant's real. Uh, there's no doubt about it. Uh, my, my opinions really hadn't changed much, but once you actually live through it, and uh, not only live through it, but go through periods where you truly believe the end is coming and you may not survive, uh, obviously your perspective change, changes a bit, but as far as my opinions go, they're, they're still pretty much the same. Uh, I'm still a firm believer that uh, we have to invest in our health. Uh, We have to be conscious of where we're at with our health. And most importantly, we can't take our health for granted. Uh, Health is a slippery slope, as I just found out, because uh, I, I go long enough periods of time without being sick and I'm around enough sick people and exposed to all kinds of sicknesses and never really get it that maybe even myself, I probably took it for granted just a little bit. I really didn't believe it was possible for me to get sick, uh, especially really, really acute and really, really sick to the point where I really thought I was going to die. I didn't think that could happen to me because I stay in great shape. I I eat well. I exercise well. My stress compared to most people is probably low just because I'm well aware of it. Uh, I have a life that gives me the opportunity to do a lot of the things I want to do. I get to travel. I get to hunt. I get to enjoy my life. But uh, but I feel like all those things set me up for success. But here, all of a sudden, uh, out of the blue, I ended up getting this uh, COVID-19, this, uh, this Delta variant and it was far worse than I ever imagined it could be. I've heard stories from other people, uh, I've seen other people, I've read lots of articles, that sort of thing. I truly believe my symptoms and uh, to the degree that I got sick was worse than than anybody that I've even heard of. So it ended up sending me to the hospital two different times and I've, I, don't, I don't know that I've ever been to the emergency room ever in my life. Um, And here I was just really, really, really suffering and kind of at the mercy of, of, um, you know, not only what did did I believe and what was I educated on, but really what did they have for me to help me? And uh, it's one of those feelings that's just, it's so different. I tell people all the time, jokingly, I tell people I'm a great doctor, but I'm a horrible patient. I absolutely hate being sick. I hate being the patient. Uh, I can relate with patients, but I'm telling you, this is just, it just wasn't something that I was a big fan of. And when I was in the hospital, it was so interesting that I had the opportunity to talk to several different physicians that were seeing COVID people one after another after another. And they said 97% of the people who had been in that day and tested, uh, had actually tested positive. And I was just asking them out of curiosity. The first question was, could I have avoided this with the vaccine? And so I asked every one of them, and as well as a couple of nurses, are y'all seeing any difference in the people who have had the vaccine um, versus those that have not? And without hesitation, every single one of them said, you know what, we don't see any difference whatsoever in the vaccinated versus the unvaccinated. And I found that to be interesting because I didn't know. I'm not. I'm not a big Vax person. Um, I'm not a huge fan of them. However, I truly believe that everyone should do what they believe is best for them. I think everyone should be able to do their own research and make their own decisions for themselves. For me, my decision was not to be vaccinated. However, at this time that I was in this hospital, wondering if I could have avoided all this with the vaccination. Only to find out the vaccination was providing virtually no protection. And then my next question was for the doctors is I was wondering, are y'all seeing a big difference in people who are in great shape versus people who have pre-existing or chronic illnesses or that sort of thing? Because I was still in disbelief that I could actually get sick uh, being in the shape and living the lifestyle that I lived. And they said, nope, we really hadn't seen any difference in that. We've seen people that have diabetes and COPD have mild to no symptoms and test positive. And then we've seen other people who are in fantastic shape. In one case, one doctor said, yeah, we just had a lady in two weeks ago that's a marathon runner and she's just as sick or sicker than you are. So once again, all this scientific evidence and all the stuff we've been hearing, it's just not holding to be true with this. With this portion of the of the of the virus. and so I'm just trying to put together the pieces where did I make my mistake? because ultimately, and when anything goes wrong in my life, that's the first thing I do is look at where did my lifestyle go wrong? Where did my decision making go wrong? What information did I have that caused me to make a decision that was that was obviously it may have been bad or false information but I'm just analyzing this whole thing. And as I dig deeper into it, I'm figuring out pretty quick that there's no rhyme or reason behind this. What I did know is that spiritually, I had this feeling in my gut that one, I knew 100% that it was a man-made virus, which that's nothing new. That's not new information. This this has been widely spread. There's no doubt it's a man-made virus. It's a man-made variant. Um, But the big issue there is this virus is, it not only is it real, and I've said it is real from day one, it is evil. I mean, it literally tries to break your spirit. And I thank God for being in great physical shape. I thank God for being in great mental shape because I believe the mental side of it was tougher than the physical side of it. Even though uh, I was coughing, I was coughing to the point to where I just knew Parts of lung and blood were eventually coming, going to be coming up. It was just so violent. It took me to my knees on four different occasions, coughing to the point of not being able to get a breath. And the whole, whole time I'm in these coughing episodes and these, these these fits where I'm literally to my knees, flopping around like a fish out of water. Uh, the whole time, all I can think is somebody created this. Somebody had an agenda with this. Somebody was trying to destroy The world with this, and I just knew it in the pit of my soul. I knew that this was an absolute attack. And the the best part about COVID itself, for me, the best part of it was, is I knew I was in a fight. I knew I was in a fight from the start. It wasn't a pushing match. It wasn't a shoving match. It was a gloves off, bare bare knuckled brawl. That the toughest person was the toughest person was going to win. And That's just just the way I felt. That's the way I felt from the start. It was no joke. One minute, you're coughing yourself to death. Next minute, you're just flat, just watching yourself suffocate before your own eyes. Uh, Your lungs are burning. Uh, You can't breathe. You can't get the next breath. Your heart rate's going up. You're sweating profusely, and you're just wondering, you know what? If this gets any worse, uh, I'm not going to make it. I am going to die if this gets any worse than what it is. You feel like you're fighting for every breath of air. You're coughing profusely. If anything gets out of rhythm any worse than what it already was, or if you if you just get any less air than what you were already getting, you just had this feeling you are going to pass out and die, and that was going to be the end, to the point where uh, I ended up Getting so sick to one point, at one point that I was coaching people around me as to how to proceed without me. Now you talk about an interesting, uh, uh, interesting thing, and in, and putting things in perspective. You're sitting here and you're thinking, you know what? I don't want to, I don't want to scare those around me, but uh, they're going to need to know how to proceed. You know, they're going to know need to know how not to have the whole world implode around them because I'm not here anymore, and. Um, you know, thank God I spent a lot of time uh, being prepared, putting things in order. I spent a lot of time being ready for things like this, but I never in my life thought that my cause of death would be from suffocation from a virus. Um, There's just no air. Uh, Other things, I've, I've hurt myself before and had pain in my body before. And with pain, it's an interesting thing because you can always grit your teeth and you can be a little bit tougher and you mentally can take yourself to another place and get yourself through the pain. But you also know that at some point, the pain is gonna subside, ease up, give you a break. Your body has all kinds of mechanisms to deal with it. The problem with this is when you can't breathe, um, nothing good is gonna happen from there. And the longer you can't breathe, the worse things are getting. So suffocating is far different from pain. You know, uh, I heard people say things like, yeah, you gotta toughen up or you gotta man up. There's no man up when there's no air right? So we've got to have air. That's one of the few things that we absolutely have to have. And this is what the virus does. In its extreme forms, like I had, uh, it tries to rob you of your air, rob you of your soul. So of all this, what I gained from this and what I learned from it, number one, um, and I've always been a person that really, 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 really try to thank the Lord each and every day for everything that's in my life and everything that, that happens in my life. But it was a great reminder of just how thankful we should be. And I feel like at this point, um, I've got a whole new life and a whole new opportunity to live my life. And as soon as I wake up in the mornings now, my first thought is, you know what, thank God. You know, thank God for another day, another opportunity to do what I love to do, to be able to help people, to be able to educate people, to be able to share with people. So, um, you know, if you're out there, definitely be thankful for where you're at, what you're doing. Even be thankful for your problems, because guess what? Your problems are going to make you who you are. They're going to make you tougher. They're going to make you stronger. They're going to make you spiritually more sound. Uh, trust me my relationship with God with God has gotten exponentially better since this whole being just critically ill um, there's no doubt about it a lot of things that that used to matter don't and a lot of things that didn't matter do uh, your perspective changes every which way but what I will say is this is not a message to live in fear um, this is nothing to be afraid of uh, it is real but what I will say is, You've got to absolutely have to invest in your health. You've got to do things. If you know you're, you know you know you should have stopped smoking twenty years ago, now is the time to stop. If I was a smoker, I would be dead. There's no doubt about it. You know, if you're overweight and you've been fighting that battle, whether it's me or someone else that you reach out to to help you with it, it is time to get serious. I'm telling you it is super time to get serious because, Uh, Had I been overweight, there's no doubt about it, I'd have died. Um, No doubt, no doubt. So, um, you know, if I'd have been, been living a lifestyle where I wasn't getting a lot of rest and adequate rest and adequate nutrition and those things, I would have died. I mean, there is no questions asked. I was that close. If anything had been any worse than what it was, it was over. It was game over. So for me, I want to spend each and every day explaining how important it is that you just really take your life, take your life by the horns, take control of it, get your weight under control. If you have a lot of bad habits, whether it's smoking, drinking, staying up too late, um, just living a reckless lifestyle, now is the time to stop. And the biggest concern about this whole thing for me is that I actually got the virus on a hundred degree day outside at a swimming pool party. Everything that I know about a virus, that's really shouldn't even be possible. I'm in a hundred degree heat within a chlorinated pool and not really all that close to people. However, this Delta variant, it is highly contagious. This is the way I got it. Uh, I got it on a Sunday afternoon. By Monday morning at four o'clock, I had fever, chills. Uh, little did I know my my fever was gonna last for 15 days. Uh, 15 days with fever will, Begin to break your spirit as well because you have no energy, you have this constant nagging headache. One minute you're freezing, one minute you're burning up, one minute you're sweating your, your clothes and your sheets out. Um, all of these things kept happening repeatedly. But when I say this, the biggest concern for me is that, um, that we are nowhere near winter. And winter is when viruses typically do very well. So if people are going to catch it on 100-degree days with 105 and 107-degree heat index outside, um, now is the time to start your preparation. Get your plan in order. I think it's inevitable. I think everybody is going to get it at some point. I don't think everyone is going to have symptoms nearly as severe as, as I did uh, I really don't know what dictates that. I wish I did know. I'm gonna to continue to do my research, continue to study, continue to learn more so that I can help people. But ultimately, I think it's inevitable. We're all gonna get it. We're all gonna express some symptoms. I think more people are gonna have mild symptoms than, de- than severe symptoms like I had. But uh, you have gotta be prepared. You have gotta just understand that it's, there's a high probability that you're going to end up with this And your survival is ultimately gonna be dictated by your lifestyle. Um, I don't think we should rely on the vaccination to save us or prevent anything. I mean, there we're seeing article after article after study after study after study saying it's really not doing much. It's really not helping. It's really not protecting. They're even telling the vaccinated people now to wear a mask inside. That doesn't make sense. If, If the vaccine was doing what it was supposed to do, They shouldn't need mask at all, but much less inside, especially in their workplace or their home. So uh, don't rely on anyone or anything to save you. Ultimately, the best thing you can do is really get your life and lifestyle under control. Get to exercising, get your lung capacity up, do your cardiovascular activity. It's not fun for anyone, right? So especially when you start and you hadn't done it for a long time, you know, if you hadn't been a runner or a bicycle rider or a brisk walker or you hadn't done anything cardio related, uh, when you start, it is no fun. It's not going to be fun. It's tough. It's painful. But it's not nearly as painful uh, laying on what you believe is your deathbed. Uh, and wondering, wondering, "Golly, what if I had up right? So I didn't have that feeling I knew i I knew I was in in the best shape that I could be to be dealing with this, but at the same time, I look out for the rest of the world and I say, You know what, we're in trouble. We've got to get really serious about the obesity problem, the smoking problem, uh the people who believe that they have to drink five, six, seven days a week." All of these things are going to put you at greater risk. Uh, you need your endurance. You need to train um, train for life because ultimately I don't think anybody's going to be spared from this. I think there are going to be people that do develop antibodies that that never really have any symptoms. But at the end of it all, uh, I truly believe the better sh- in, the better shape you're in, the better your chances are going to be. Because my, my main concern is that we're going to get to a place where these hospitals are overrun to the point to where they don't have the capacity to help people. And I know in my situation, had I not been able to get to adequate care, there's no way I'd have lived. Right. I I mean, I hate saying I was in that vulnerable position, but it was an absolute, it was absolutely true. I knew it. and Everybody else in the room knew it that um, that there was no time to waste. So, Uh, The best thing you can do is get your body and and make sure you're investing in your health. And if you have abundant amounts of stress, it's time to start fixing the stressors in your life. I think stress plays a huge role in all of this as far as how severe a person's symptoms are going to be. But what I'm saying more than anything, use this as an opportunity to fix your life, be the best you you can be. And no matter what happens after that, you don't have to wonder in the back of your mind whether or not you did everything you could. Basically, as long as you're making an effort and getting better every single day, um, you just you don't have to live with that wondering or regret or that idea that things might've turned out different had you been in better shape, been in mental, mentally in a better place. Um, and I'll say mentally, that that is probably the thing that saved me the most I am an eternal optimist and I always believe things are going well, even though there, there were periods where you're just flat running out of oxygen. It's hard to be an eternal optimist when you can't breathe. But I still believe that uh, at some point, at some point, something good was gonna happen to me and I was gonna survive. So we'll be back same time, same place next week. Share this with those around you. Um, definitely don't let, uh, don't let anybody really truly influence your decisions on whether or not to vaccinate or not to vaccinate you have to do your research you have to figure out what's best for you but i will say nothing on this planet will supersede a good healthy lifestyle eating well exercising well don't forget to rest you know when we when we get run down when we get exhausted. Uh, that's when we're far more susceptible uh, to bad things happening like this. Like this virus, um, it, it preys on tired, exhausted, stressed out people. So, um, don't let it get you. Be careful. Keep your loved ones close. Um, you know, don't forget to tell the people in your life that really matter uh, why they matter, how much you love them, how much you adore them, and uh, definitely be there for each other. If there's anything you can do to encourage people, it just may be it may be taking the time to take a walk with your with your neighbors or holding someone you love or someone that you're close to accountable as far as what you eat and what you drink and, and how many hours of rest you get. All of these things, we can all dive into this together and help each other out because I truly believe it's up to each and every individual to dictate their own outcome. God bless. We'll see you same time, same place next week.